Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Did he lie about his weight? If he weighs 215, I weigh 102. And inside the mugshot seen around the world. Did he practice nailing that death stare glare? He doesn't want to look weak. Then, shocking video. What's in the syringe he's slipping under the door of his neighbor's apartment? He's a brilliant chemistry student. What was your reaction when you saw your neighbor injecting this substance into your home? And... Bar Massacre. Stay down. She's best friends with the woman who was shot by her estranged husband. Oh my God, Marie. They were sitting at the same table when he opened fire. He just seemed like he was going to get everybody he could. That's all. He was on a mission. Then, little boy lost. Would you help me find my mommy? (laughs) His very first time on the school bus, and he goes missing. Plus, the world's toughest obstacle course. Now as many as 350 contestants may be stricken with skin infections. Was it something inside the mud? Plus, the bride and groom whose dog ate the passport. They're on their way to the airport for the big news. But what happened to Chicky? Bye, Chick. Bye, Chicky. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. That is the mugshot seen around the world. For the first time in history, a former president of the United States fingerprinted and photographed like any other suspect under arrest. And it's not just the mugshot that's making headlines. The former president says that he is an incredible 30 pounds lighter than when he was in office. Could that possibly be true? Les Trent reports. Staring into the lens of history, Donald Trump's mugshot is all anyone's talking about today. He could have smiled. He could have looked benign. Instead, he looks like a thug. The New York Times says Trump looks as if he's about to headbutt the camera. The former president orchestrated his surrender as a primetime spectacle. He went from the Atlanta airport to the Fulton County Jail in a huge motorcade. Ten SUVs two ambulances, and look, 18 motorcycle cops. 
those are the outriders who race ahead, block the intersections. It looks like a lot, but every vehicle has a purpose. His team of lawyers and Secret Service agents accompanied him into the jail, which has been described as filthy and infested with bugs. There's no hiding the conditions of that place, and it's probably the worst jail in the country, maybe even the world. The building is disgusting. There's like flooding from the ceilings. You'll see big, um, big garbage cans kind of like waiting for water to drip into them. Trump says he found the booking process unsettling. I went through an experience today that I never thought I'd have to go through. Terrible experience. Here's Trump's official booking form, and it's sparking intense reaction today. He self-reported his height and weight, six foot three, 215 pounds, and no one's buying it. 6'3", 215 pounds. I cannot independently 215 pounds? Um, I'm going to go ahead and call. No, that is not the case. <laughs> Come on now. Does anybody believe he weighs 215? If he weighs 215, I weigh 102. If it is true, he'd have the same physique as NFL quarterback Lamar Jackson. The last time he reported his official weight followed a physical at the White House in 2018 when he weighed in at 239 pounds just below obesity. And when he was booked in New York five months ago, he said he was six foot two. He gained an inch from the indictment in April, and he lost 25 pounds since leaving the White House. Got taller and lost weight. Wow. Trump is now back at his country club just up the road here in Bedminster, New Jersey. He was in and out of the jail in Atlanta in just 21 minutes and used a bail bondsman to help secure his $200,000 bail. Just like Rudy Giuliani, who was seen entering the offices of a second chance bail bonds right after he was booked. I spoke with the director of operations, Jesse Fellabaum. Can you confirm, are they allowed to self-report how much they weigh and how tall they are? Yes, uh, th- there is uh, an honor system involved where you are asked uh, to, to give that information. Oftentimes they will pull that off of your ID if you do have an ID to present, but um, it, it is pretty rare that you're asked to stand against a wall and measure or step on a scale. All 19 defendants in the Georgia election conspiracy case had until noon today to turn themselves in, and they have all done so. Most stared straight into the camera, expressionless. Others, like attorney Jenna Ellis and publicist Trevian Cootie, grinned. But it's Donald Trump's scowl that will live in history. And that expression in the photo was no accident. Word is, as soon as it became clear that a mugshot would be taken, Trump was meeting with his advisors about how he should pose. It's a portrait of defiance, a glowering death stare. Donald Trump's historic mugshot is being seen around the world today. It seems to be a conscious effort to mimic this iconic 1941 portrait of Winston Churchill, known as the Roaring Lion photo. The New York Times says Trump's advisors have been planning and thinking about how Mr. Trump should look in his mugshot, what expression he should use. It isn't just that he wants to look menacing, which is certainly true, and he he has made that kind of face in photos for years and years and years. He doesn't want to look weak, and that's what that's about. We spoke with famed defense attorney Alan Dershowitz. He's glaring at the camera, and he's basically glaring at the prosecutor and saying, I'm going to fight back. Trump lost no time using his mugshot to galvanize his base. The image is displayed on Trump's campaign website today and on a new line of merch. T-shirts, coffee mugs, coolers, and bumper stickers. His opponents are also using it 
This meme pretends to show people celebrating the moment CNN showed the image for the first time. It's actually from a sports bar. Overnight, the mugshot has become perhaps the most notorious booking photo of all time, eclipsing O.J. Simpson, Paris Hilton, Jane Fonda and her defiant fist, a disheveled Nick Nolte, Frank Sinatra from 1938, charged with, get this, seduction and adultery, and Hugh Grant. Now, Trump's mugshot is seared into history. I'm 85 years old. I never thought I'd live to see the day where a man running for president against the incumbent is arrested, mugged, and fingerprinted. The first trial of one of Trump's 18 co-defendants could be held as soon as October 23rd. Fences may make good neighbors, but cameras keep them honest. And when a family suspected a disgruntled neighbor might be behind the noxious fumes they kept smelling, they set up a camera. And Stephen Fabian says they were stunned by what they saw. You are watching what cops say is a terrible crime committed by a brilliant chemist. First, he's seen filling a syringe with some sort of substance. Then he places the syringe under an apartment door. What was your reaction when you saw your neighbor injecting this substance into your home? Umar Abdullah and his wife had just had a baby. Almost immediately, they say, their downstairs neighbor, then a PhD student in chemistry, began complaining about noise. That's him skulking outside the apartment in Tampa. After my daughter was born, right after we came back from hospital, he started complaining. Then the family began smelling chemicals pervading the apartment. Everyone, including the baby, started getting sick. She used to cough. Uh, and subsequently she has to vomit. Air conditioning ducts were cleaned. Plumbers checked all the pipes leading to the apartment and the landlord even replaced the water heater. But the noxious fumes became overwhelming. And that's when the new dad decided to install a hidden camera. At first, the surveillance video caught just a glimpse of the suspect. The next day, when the camera was repositioned, this happened, and the terrifying truth came out. Initial toxicology reports from police say the substance being pumped into their apartment consists of two strong opioids, methadone and hydrocodone. The suspect is identified as Xu Ming Li, who got his Ph.D. in chemistry at the University of South Florida. A promising future ahead of him, now in jeopardy for one incredibly foolish act. The chemistry student has pled not guilty. The family is looking for a new place to live. We're learning more about the shooting at a popular neighborhood bar that left three people dead. The shooter was a retired police sergeant in the middle of a divorce, and he was targeting his estranged wife. Now, she was hit in the face but survived. But her friend, who was with her at the time, is telling Inside Edition about that terrifying moment. This woman is reliving the horror after seeing her dear friend shot in the face by her estranged husband. All of a sudden, we hear this pop, 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 pop. Everybody was fleeing and running. Betty Prashanti says her friend Marie Snowling gave no clue she was embroiled in a bitter divorce. She didn't say anything about him coming, so I don't think she even knew that he was coming. She captured video of Marie being taken away on a stretcher. Oh my God, Marie. Cops say retired police sergeant John Snowling targeted his wife, driving more than 2,000 miles from Ohio to Tribuco Canyon, California. The carnage happened here at Cook's Corner, a popular and historic bar. It was spaghetti night, and patrons were enjoying all-you-can-eat pasta. He just seemed like he was going to get everybody he could. That's all. He was on a mission. The male came in to start 
Betty and Marie were sitting together listening to a local band, the M Street Band. The band shared this video with the caption, Before the Onslaught. The band's drummer, Brian Lynch, says they were playing their fourth song when the shots rang out. He hid behind his drum kit. While in the process of ducking and covering, uh, I was able to see him take one last turn towards the band and firing off at least two more shots. Stay down. You can hear the barrage of gunshots. Cops got there just two minutes after the first 911 call. Multiple deputies were involved in the shooting, and we do know and do believe that it was a gunfire from those deputies that ultimately took the life of the individual. A grim and terrible night for everyone. I just felt so horrible. Six people are recovering from gunshot wounds. Health officials have sent out an advisory for anyone who attended a Tough Mudder competition in Sonoma County, California. It comes after a number of participants were left with some really nasty infections. They're called mud races, and millions of Americans have participated. Look at the obstacles the racers endure, crawling through muddy water under barbed wire, as tough as any marine boot camp even slithering under live electrical wires and getting shocked along the way. But today comes reports that as many as 350 people are suffering from rashes and other infections after participating in last Sunday's Tough Mudder race in Sonoma County, California. Riley Wills came down with a nasty rash all over his arms and legs, along with a fever. It was pretty bad. The pimples were like really painful, having the chills and just having that weird flu-like symptoms. He was diagnosed with a rare skin infection called Aramonas, which requires antibiotics. My DMs were filling up from tons of people saying they had the same looking rashes. Nicole Villagrand says she also came home from the race with a rash and flu-like symptoms. I had the chills. I, I was lightheaded and it was very painful to touch, almost like having a pimple on your face that needs to pop, but having 30 of them all over your arms. Others are posting photos of their rashes on social media. All eight in my group suffered this ailment after Sunday's race. Another competitor shares the end result of Tough Mudder, a painful rash everywhere. Back in 2015, Inside Edition investigated mud races, this one run by a different company outside Cincinnati. No matter what you do, you're going to get mud in your mouth, up your nose, in your ears. You, you really can't avoid that. Producer Alicia Powers took eight samples. A lab analysis determined three samples contained E. coli, which comes from fecal matter. And all eight samples had Staphorius and Pseudomonas, bacteria that can cause skin infections. Tough Mudder says it followed all the necessary protocols before and during the event. They say they are working with local health officials. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Next, Little Boy Lost. Would you help me find my mommy? <laughs> His very first time on the school bus, and he goes missing. Plus, the bride and groom whose dog ate the passport. We're at the airport for the big news. Will they get to their dream destination wedding? Did you get a new passport in time? Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, 
Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This little boy took the bus home on his first day of school, but he got off at the wrong stop, and that left both him and his mom frantic. Amber Cagliano on how it ended. A tearful plea from a little boy lost. Would you help me find my mommy? (laughs) Young Hayden was let off the school bus at the wrong stop on his first day of kindergarten. My literal worst nightmare happened to you. His pregnant mom, Kelly Mulholland, says she went to meet the bus only to find out that her five-year-old son was not on it. Another student told her the boy had gotten off at the previous stop. I'm frantically asking the school bus driver, where's the last stop? The mom went into what she calls full panic mode. Imagine what she was going through his very first time on the school bus, and he goes missing. She scoured the neighborhood outside Oklahoma City looking for her lost son. On top of everything else, she says it was a brutal 105 degrees. Hayden bravely rang the doorbell of a stranger's house. Would you help me find my mommy? Mom says she finally found Hayden with a little girl who had also gotten off at the wrong stop a half mile away. Somebody finally was home. They knocked on the door. The lady let them in. Kelly says she has this advice for anyone with youngsters. Teach them what a doorbell is and how to ring it. Would you help me find my mommy? Well, that little guy's now got two air tags, one in his backpack, the other one is on his wrist. And the school district has now given all the bus drivers updated printouts that show which students get off at what stop. We'll be right back. Still to come, the bride and groom whose dog ate the passport. We're at the airport for the big news. Will they get to their dream destination wedding? Did you get a new passport in time? Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs. 
a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Remember the couple whose destination wedding was in jeopardy because the dog ate the groom's passport? Well, crisis averted. Here it is. Great news for the bride and groom who almost missed their Italian wedding after their dog ate the groom's passport. We were there as Donato Frateroli and his fiance Magda Masri breathed a sigh of relief as they head off to Italy today to meet their 100 guests at this picturesque lake. How relieved are you guys? So relieved. So relieved, and I'll be even more relieved when when I'm on the plane. Earlier this week, we told you how the couple had to scramble to get a new passport after their golden retriever, Chicky, caused chaos. I looked at the dog bed and saw my passport where it shouldn't have been. I completely freaked out. Completely freaked out. Yep, Chicky took his passport off the coffee table and used it as a chew toy. With wait times currently two months for expedited passports, Donato and Magda reached out to a U.S. senator and congressman. Apparently it got run up the food chain and new passport. Week later. Now the bride and groom are heading to the airport with their passports in hand. So is Chicky still in the doghouse? No. She's forgiven and even got her own toy passport that she can chew all she wants. She's being boarded while Magda and Donato are in Italy. They said goodbye via FaceTime. Bye, Chick. Bye, Chicky. We love you. Love you. See you when we get home. Bon voyage, lovebirds. After their Italian wedding, the couple plans to honeymoon on the French Riviera. We do wish them the best. And from the dog that ate a passport to the cat that disappeared, that's next. Finally today, in search of a cat named Chloe. These guys are on their porch desperately looking for their cat that disappeared from their home in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. When Chloe vanished, new mom Emily and her husband Tyler began an exhaustive week-long search for the cat with not much hope. Day one. Come on, Chloe. Day two. Is it our cat? Day three. Come on, Chloe. Day four. Come on, Chloe. Day five. Chloe. Day six. Day seven. Someone stole my cat. And then on the eighth day, just as all hope had been lost, there's Chloe. No one knows where Chloe's adventures may have taken her, but Emily is just glad to finally have her home. That moment that I had her and we saw her, I just wanted to run to her and grab her. And I picked her up and just held her. And that's just when the floodgates opened. Home sweet home for Kitty. That's Inside Edition for today. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next time. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert. 
And I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> respond too quickly oh well that's good yeah i expected i expected you to lay into me well this was over the strike period oh i had time yeah See, that, that does that doesn't count <laughs> sure i responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment yeah i felt like i had something to get up for every yeah. day so thank you for that listen to the late show pod show with stephen colbert wherever you get your podcasts Survivor's back, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladaris. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.